Hello. Welcome to the Derailed Podcast. My name is Zach. Hello. Welcome to the Derailed Podcast. My name is Michael. You can't ever just let me have a thought, huh? You can't just add to it. You have to redo no. it. Just no. restart. You always, you always take all of these ideas for yourself. This is why our marriage is failing. <laughs> you just got progressively more high-pitched, and I'm very worried. I am very troubled right now. Sorry, everybody. This uh, was a cold open like no other. <laughs> yeah, we're not married. We're not. Uh, <laughs> no, that is that was being. I don't even think that was a question. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Well, it is legal where we live. <laughs> it's like, legal everywhere. Oh wait, yeah, I guess it's legal everywhere. Dear God. Okay, but still, it's like that. It's kind of funny. You just went for it. It's like I was gonna go for like getting close to it. Go, like, my mother was right about you, but then you went off. I'm like, never <laughs> mind. I'm just gonna pull it back a little bit. But anyways, welcome to the Derailed Podcast and. Um, Right now, we're going to talk about something a little topical. So I wanted to start off with today, which is going to be... Toilet paper. Specifically toilet paper. Yep. Toilet paper. We all know the epic pandemic that we're going through right now. There is no toilet paper toilet anywhere. Paper. Yeah. I think it is the dumbest symptom of coronavirus is this whole, I need toilet paper. Like, I... Also, um, it's like... Okay, here's how I think it started. I think it started as one of those things where <clears throat> one person says, like, uh, oh, man, we got to go stock up on supplies. We got to go do this, that, and the other. And they go to the store. And it's like, wow, they're actually running really low on, like, toilet paper. And so then they text and call and then say, oh, my God, there's a toilet paper shortage. They almost, they're running out of toilet paper. Hurry up and get it before they're out. And then so it starts a, not a panic, but everybody goes and gets toilet paper because this one person yeah, said. Hoarding. Yeah, there's like, well, they're running out. They're running out. It could have been, oh, the stalker. Oh, I forgot to restock the shelf. <clears throat> but out of all the necessities, out of all the things that you would need in the event of stay inside for the next X amount of days, toilet paper <laughs> is not something I would say would be in incredible demand. I mean, yeah, you want toilet paper, especially if you're inside, but I would think... Food yeah, would be I mean, high on that priority list. There's so many other alternatives to toilet paper, too. Like, you don't have to have, like, the little <laughs> roll. You can use paper towels. You can use tissues. Dude, you can use rags. It's out now. Care. They're out of They're right. out of all that. But yeah. They're even just, out of, like, wet naps, baby napkins. It's crazy. Tissues, like, yeah. nose tissues. Um, the, yeah, napkins. Everything's a, gone. I, I like the... I've seen posts and stuff because this is something that I was thinking of. I was like, dude, just take your shower head. I don't care. Oh, like if you, if God. It really, if it really comes down to it, <laughs> there you go. Oh, and I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take a dump. Why is the shower on? We're out of toilet paper. <laughs> hey, man, do what you gotta do. All right, well, that would also present a problem for me because, like, in my house, we don't have, like, a, a detachable shower head. So you're not... That's not happening. I mean, that's not it, happening. It could. It's not happening. It could. We're not doing this. <laughs> Three days of a dirty butt, and I'm sure, dude, it will. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, we were working yesterday, and my partner had to use the restroom, but we were locked in the on the 17th floor of this building, mm -hmm. and we took the elevator up there, but it's a construction site, so the elevator wasn't finished. And there's Only no way the to, up buttons worked. Well, no, there's no way to call up or down. <laughs> you have to use a it's radio. Just, I, I was going to say it's either there or it's not. <laughs> kind of. So you have to use like a, um, a walkie talkie to call the elevator to you. So normally huh. it's not a problem. We don't think about it because we just take the stairs down. 
Because there's always someone at the bottom to get, bring but, you up. And then how does the walkie-talkie down. work? Is there a dude in the elevator? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that sits in the elevator. <laughs> just this, that's his an, job. An elevator attendant. Yeah, dude. And the, Until they okay, fix maybe the I do buttons. Have some weird stories from that too. That's a story. We one of the elevator guys is a pervert. He's really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, like, you so work awkward. with all guys. I don't know how you're running into that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you but, find um, that out? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how All I find right. that, Zach. Buckle up! But, uh, anywho. Oh, I don't like that word. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Continue. Yeah, we're on the 17th floor. We get up there. Well, the balcony, which leads to the stairwell, which we usually will use the stairwell to go down, is closed. So we can't go on the balcony. And the guy in the elevator drops us off, and he starts heading down. And I'm like, hey, uh, Austin, um... How are we going to get down? <laughs> oh, boy. And he's like, wait a No. <laughs> so we're trapped. We're like literally just trapped in this condo. It's a really nice condo, but... But it's, it's unfurnished, so who cares? Yeah, it's like 17 stories up. We're trapped in here, and we don't have a walkie-talkie, <clears throat> so we're just waiting until eventually the elevator guy will, will hopefully stop by, <laughs> which he does. It takes him like 45 minutes. Um, yeah. A really long time. We're just waiting. We're dying. He had, well, he had to take a dump. Ah. Oh. We're in a construction site, so it's like 50-50 chance that the water's going to be working. Uh, <laughs> and there's no toilet paper. There's nothing there. So he, I just watch him as he's like, he goes, I hear the toilet flush twice or whatever. He's like, yes. And he comes out. <laughs> Thank God. And we just got done like cleaning some windows or whatever. So we've got a couple of rags. So he takes a couple of rags and I see him just uh, walk up in a bathroom. And literally like 10 minutes goes by and he comes out. <laughs> And just put something in, the, in, the, in one of our buckets or whatever. And so, uh, okay, whatever. And we're, no. Well, finally, a guy shows up no. in the elevator and brings us down. And I'm holding this bucket. And also, because, hey, um, let me take that. And I was like, uh, okay, fine. Uh, and have the bucket. And it's like the lighter bucket. I was like, jerk, uh-huh. give me the heavy bucket. What are you doing? And like a few minutes goes by, and I see him like go to the trash can and start pulling these rags and like no! daintily just throwing no! them away. And I was like, what uh, was that about? And it's no. like, um,. I took a really big, uh, nasty dump. <laughs> There's a moment where you were like having toilet paper. It's a good like idea. Um, um, okay, you know that I worked <clears throat> sort of construction for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys ever pee in bottles, too? I've seen a couple guys no, do that. but... And uh, I was like, really? So, so the guy I was working for at the time, he, he did tell me that they were filling in a pool one time. Like, you know, you take out all the fiberglass and the concrete yeah. and everything. And he said he just really had to go. And he said just squatted over the edge right into the right into the, the pool. And they just buried it with everything else. <laughs> it's like, and then I did ask, like, what'd you, how did you? He's like, hose. <laughs> they had a hose. It's like, oh, my God. So he just, yeah, he just made a bidet out there. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, <sighs> I guess when you gotta go, you gotta go. Like, yeah. I remember we're getting into the into the vans or whatever, or it's the morning, and right? Cleaning out the vans from yesterday, and one of the guys, he's a newer guy, he comes out of the van holding this like water bottle with what looks uh, like to be Gatorade or something. Um, you know, and he's just he's you like couldn't rushing say water away. bottle. You didn't have to describe the the look. You could yeah. just say water bottle. I'm thinking it's like lemon lime Gatorade or whatever, and I'm like, hey man, how's it going? I was like, oh, what's that? It's like, don't, don't, just don't. <laughs> it just like power walks past me, throws it away. 
and it's just like does it does it look at me does it say a word just goes right back to the van and i look over at someone else and they're like yeah um sometimes when, when you gotta go you you gotta go <laughs> dude i was just like Ugh. i don't know if i like the guys you work with man right it's, it's like, that does not <laughs> oh my god it's like just Go on a tree or yeah. A well, like when I was doing that that work most of the time when I was doing that stuff, it was like you know, usually in somebody's house. There's a few times it was yeah. like you know in the middle of nowhere or whatever, like in a a building they're either deconstructing or fixing something for. And so <clears throat> there's usually a toilet accessible. There was one time there was not, and I just walked to the nearest gas station because like oh you just you know there's a shovel just points to the yard and i'm like there's also a 7-eleven two miles that way i'll be back i'm gonna walk and so i did came back with like you know a drink and a snack and i'm like it's a good day it's a good, it's a good day it was fine it was worth yeah all these people like buying up the toilet paper and stuff it's ridiculous i imagine you're like going through you're like all right so it looks like i'm gonna have to be inside for a few days <clears> go <throat> grocery shopping and you're going you're like stockpiling and everything and eventually you're like huh do I have toilet paper? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I think I'll pick up some. And you get there, you're like, all right, I got some. Well, I might be here a little bit. Maybe I should get a little more. You take up another roll, and you're like, oh, hey, it's on sale. So you take it's up two more rolls, sale. and you're like, well, maybe maybe I should get some in case my neighbors forget. So you take a few more. <laughs> Next thing you know, your whole cart's just toilet paper, and you've thrown out all the other items, and you're you, leaving the you store just with built, eight bags of toilet paper. You just built paper. a fort of toilet, to, uh, toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh... That, you know what, that actually does make me think about something, because after all this is done, because right now, of course, toilet paper's gone. Yeah. So, all these stores are going to order a ton of toilet paper. And yeah, they'll, I'll bet you a bunch of that's going to get sold by the end of this. But, not all of it, and they're going to be overstocked, and it's going to go on sale. Yeah. Thank you, coronavirus. Yeah, In two months' time, we're going to have discounts. really cheap toilet paper. <laughs> really cheap. <laughs> it's like I went to Publix the other day, which, if you don't know what Publix is, it's the best grocery store in the world. You can look it up. Um, it's, I am completely impartial. I just, it's a grocery store to me. It is the best grocery store. <laughs> well, I don't like, I don't eat like the food unless somebody like just get like, like yeah. pub sub. Oh, pub sub is the best. Public subs are the best ever. I'm like, they are sub sandwiches. They well, are just a sandwich. Publix is really just a Chick-fil-A of grocery stores. Essentially. It, it's really more it's the experience. That Southern comfort. Yeah, it's really more the experience than it is actually the quality. The quality is good. Yeah, just, you know, there's other really good places. Uh, it's just a great like, experience. Like yeah. Whole Foods. I don't know. I don't like Whole Foods, man. Well, it's like Whole Foods is great if you eat nothing but organic. Every time I've been in there, I felt like what is it? What's an apothecary, right? It's like where you go and an you apothecary. Get, yeah, yeah. That's that's where like you know, you're getting herbs and that's what it's always felt like to me. Potion mixings. Yeah, like I always felt like there's like <clears throat> gonna be some weird like plus wizard. two to speed. Yeah, and <laughs> like I'm, I always imagine I'm gonna meet some weird wizard Karen there. Oh that's just like you need to eat only greens today. No, you're not gonna run into wizard <laughs> Karen. You're gonna run into witch Karen because what they do <laughs> yeah. is they're all old, frail, have a little too much weight, and they have straw-like gray hair out to here, and they know everything about essential oils. Yeah, his <laughs> hands are two and a half feet away from his head, by the way. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, because it just, like, just, oh, like, you know, just clamp down on an electrical wire kind of hair. Yeah. And 
It's that, all it's all the essential oils. My hair feels great. You're just doing the exact same <laughs> hand gesture I did. I just now realized what that looks like. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't do it again. But um, yeah, uh, people are funny with that stuff. Whole Foods, look, I have no problem with organic because organic is technically yeah, healthy. Yeah, I eat predominantly organic. I do. I want to settle something, though, really quick. What? Okay. Um, people that are doing, like, the organic thing, there's, like, the, the whole thing is, like, oh, going back to nature. I and just like paying more for my food. Exactly. <laughs> but the people that go there for like natural is so much better like the natural butter it's got more fat but it's good for you and they do all this stuff that's yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna touch that one yet but it's like all these things are natural 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 and it's kind of spawned this kind of nature first culture that's saying we need to go back to like there's a diet that's the primitive diet the forages yeah and it's like oh no it's it's hunter gatherer diet yeah. They legitimately only go for wild berries, nuts, and, like, gamey meats. So, like, deer. Like, venison and stuff. Yeah. And that's it. That's all they're eating on this primitive diet. Okay. If you want to do that, go for it. Yeah, but I guess. at the time, they ate that because that was what there was. It wasn't that they had options. Also, yeah. s stop thinking that natural things are better for you. In every, in every case, in every case, because the thing is, there's a lot of people out there that thinks that anything natural, anything from nature is the most healthy possible. You, you got to understand, nature is trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah. Like everything in nature, from the animals to the bugs to the plant life, yeah. everything is trying to kill you. The sun too much expo overexposure to the sun can kill you. All these things are trying to kill you. The reason we have domesticated animals is because we said, hey, you know what would be better? If these pigs weren't the type that would try to gore you with tusks. So let's try to breed that out of them and make them really fat so we get extra bacon. It's like, all right, yeah. cool. There's so many things that humans have done that have improved our ability to yeah. live. The agricultural that, yes, okay. revolution. When we get to the things that are like, all right, this thing is 90% chemicals and then 10% <laughs> byproducts. Yeah, that's not the best thing you can get. Like pretty much anything from a fast food place, yeah. that's not going to be healthy. Even if it does say organic. Put which down the Doritos. There's more things in that <laughs> than you could ever even begin to pronounce. And I <laughs> I hate saying that because I love Doritos. It's one of my favorite I snacks. Love Doritos. <laughs> we had them last week before oh, we started the we show. We always have Doritos. Which speaking of which today we actually went to like a local burger shop. That's a high it started as an ice cream place and it's kind of turned into like a burger shop. It still does ice cream. Yeah, and it's, it's like super cool. Really good food. Yeah. Really but it's is. like they do stuff that's like it's not like um all natural, but they try to go for things that are higher quality. Yeah, they're like look we're just going to give you good meat. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the, the burgers are mostly the beef and not as much fat. Yeah. And you can always tell that by, A, how much the burger shrinks when you cook it, and, B, how much juice yeah. is just saturating into the bun when you take that first bite. That's how you can tell how much fat's in there. So if you get really lean meat, which, look, a good burger isn't a steak. You don't put a steak on bread, okay? That's, that's no. gross. What you do is you get ground-up meat that is like 10% fat or 20% fat, depending on your tastes. And as long as it's kind of well in comp, like, you know, I guess spread out yeah. throughout the thing, it's gonna all adhere together and it's gonna be the perfect burger. But 
it's like that's that's the difference between that high quality stuff and those manufactured burgers that come out of like a, a factory. Yeah. Hmm. Which I mean, McDonald's got in trouble a few years back with that um oh god, it was just called like the pink slime. The was it pink slime? It was That's pink something. It. It, was, it was pink something. It was like yeah, basically it was like this filler agent that was mostly beef byproducts, byproducts, but yeah. it also had a considerable amount of just like fake artificially made chemicals yeah. in it, and they would add that to their burger patty, and then when you cook it, it cooks brown, so you can't tell. Right. And then when you bite into it, it's like, man, look, it's pink on the middle. They, they got medium rare. It's like, no, that is... That, that is, is just the Pink color. paste. It was called pink paste. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's pink paste. I thought it was an alliteration. I was yeah. just thinking all these other P words, and it's like, paste, that's the way it was. Right. That, made, that reminds me of a short little meme I saw the other day. It just made me laugh so much about McDonald's. Oh, boy. Uh, it was a guy that was like, hey, I see you have your air conditioner unit on sale. Um, would you be willing to take uh, $250 for it? Oh, okay. Or sorry, or 200 for it, sorry. And the guy responds back with, uh, no, how about 250 And then um, the first guy <clears throat> goes back again. He's like, how about 225 And then the guy responds back, 230 and a 10-count McNugget. <laughs> the guy goes, you have a deal. <laughs> Oddly specific, and I'll, okay. Yeah, he's like, I've no, I've, we're, we're good with negotiations here. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, that's... I saved a little bit of money. That reminds me of how I sold my... Uh, 3DS, or not my 3DS. Yeah, yeah, it was my 3DS XL. Okay. Because I was trying, I was negotiating the price on it. I was trying to sell it for like 400 right? And this guy was like, you know, 300 350 or right. whatever. Eventually, I was like, tell you what. Give me like 325 bucks in that table that you've got on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that's how I got my drawing table. Nice. And he just is like. Deal. Well, uh, uh, all right. Sure. I'm just trying to get rid of it anyways. Yeah. Uh, that kind of reminds me of, um, I sold, because I've told you this story, but I don't think I've said it on <laughs> Yeah, here. that's a good story. I like so, that story. So I was selling, um, so I had a Ford Explorer, and funny funny thing is the Explorer I had, I can't speak for all Explorers, but the Explorer I had was uh, it Mustang rims fit on it. So I had low profile tires on this SUV, and I'm going like, all right, cool. And, um, but anyways, after the car crapped out, I had these rims and I'm like, all right, cool. But the, like the tires were worn out. I didn't want to put fresh ones on there and then sell them. Just like, you know, I'm just, I'll just sell the rims and that's just how I'll price it. And so I sold, uh, the four rims for basically, I think I was like $500 cause a few of them had scratches on them, but they were still pretty nice rims. Yeah. And so a guy buys them. Just he's like, all right, here, 500 bucks, sold. Buys it on like the Facebook marketplace. So it's like, all right, cool. We meet in a neutral place, just like a Walgreens parking lot or whatever. We get there. He's like, all right, cool. Hey, nice to meet you. All right, here we go. He opens his trunk. We put the tires in there. He hands me the $500 and I'm getting in my car. And then he knocks on my uh, passenger window and I go, oh, hey, uh, hey, do, do we forget something? Did I only put like three in there or something like that? He's like, oh, no. Uh, would you be willing to negotiate the price at all? And just, yeah, it's in my car, and you <laughs> have my money. But would you be willing to negotiate and, price? Yeah, oh, maybe four fifty. And I just like look at him, just like, uh, now nah, I'm good. He's like, <laughs> and he's all right then, and he just gets in his car and leaves. <laughs> I feel like what I feel like happened was he probably has like a wife or a friend or somebody at home that told him, hey, look, when you get there, haggle haggle because you might be able to talk the guy down he's clearly only just trying to get these rims out just getting rid of them you could probably talk him down like maybe 50 bucks or something like that and, you know he'll take it 
And then he forgot <laughs> until the <laughs> transaction was over. And so now he can go home and say, yeah, I tried to haggle, but the guy wouldn't do it. He wasn't budging. That was it. It, it was a tough sell, was, man. That was it. I, I, even, I went as far as I was like knocking on his window. I was like, hey, dude, like, come on, let's get to work. All right. 450. I was about to throw the tires back in his car, but no, he was already gone. He got out. He, he yeah. took off. Guy was a real jerk, man. Like, he just was firm on that price. You can just kind of make up whatever yeah, story I mean, at that point. It's to go, I guess. That's funny, though. Oh, my God. I can't. It's it really is because there are some people out there that are born salesmen. There yeah. Are. And I, I, um, I'm not trying to give like examples of this or anything like that, or because there's also people that are just, they're not salesmen. Yeah. Okay. They're just, they're just, they just sit there and it's kind of like video games. Okay. When you're playing a video game, it's like you, you see, it's like, how much is it to buy this car? Oh, 4,000. Well, okay. And you go off and you grind, you get 4000 you come back and you buy it. Yeah, you buy and that's it. it. Yeah. And that's, that, it's like, I just want the price. Just give me the price and I'll buy it. That's what, that, that's a lot of people. And then you get the other person, it's like 4000 I could talk him down to three. <laughs> and it's like, okay, as much as that is a thing, it's like not everybody has that. Yeah. A, instinct. B, intuition. And three, or three, C, <laughs> A, B, and three. three. A, B, and three. Uh, but A, yeah, so C, they don't have the, like, I guess, the motivation to do that. They just yeah. want the easy thing, take care of it, buy it, sell it, whatever, for the price, and go. That's why, like, with cars and stuff, like, the Kelly Blue Book became a thing is because... Everybody, it's like, how, just just tell me how much it's worth, and then I'll determine if it's worth exactly that or more or less. It's like, just just let me know, man. Just tell me how much I need to pay you, okay? Yeah. It's like I don't I don't want to sit there and do research on this. I just want a car. <laughs> yeah, it's like I bought um, some art pieces or, or those canvases that I have in my house. Right. You know, like the bigger ones. They were yeah. they were pretty expensive. Overall, they're supposed to be like seven hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, those weren't the only ones that I bought. Too. I bought a couple more okay. at that time, but I sent those to other people as gifts. Nice. But uh, any, anyways, almost said that word again. <laughs> anyways, you're not. You're gonna say it more. I know. I know. I am. It's <clears throat> like when you when you're thinking about not saying something, that's you when, say it more. That's when you want. You want to say it. Um, it's like don't don't touch your nose. Don't don't touch your nose. What do I do? Don't touch your nose. Everybody at home, don't 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 touch your nose. It's itching right now. You can feel it right on the tip. It's like tingling, almost like there's a hair. Don't your eyes feel a little dry? But you know, you want to do it the more that somebody talks about it. When they draw your attention to it, you focus on it more. And so you want to do something about it. Your lips seem dry too. Oh my god. <laughs> but you can really manipulate people like that. Which, which honestly, didn't I do that like on the first episode? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. So, anyways, with this story. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it was like seven hundred fifty bucks or whatever for all this art, and I was just like, hey, um, I'll pay you in cash, and I'll pay all of it today if you'll sell it to me for five hundred dollars. <laughs> and literally, the lady, because it's just this two, this two ladies that do it. Um, and it, you know, it's like they're a little local business. Yeah. They do. They did a really good job, but she just looks at me. She's like, "Okay, yeah, just sign here." <laughs> she's like, "That's I, fair." <laughs> Honestly, it's like, what more do you want? I mean, you're yeah. you're trying to sell it. You're clearly gonna make more. Okay, yeah, get what you can. I mean, it's <laughs> like, so uh, what was it? Oh, it it was one of those. It was one of those like hotels.com or something like that. Yeah. 
And it's like, um, they have, it's one of those things where one thing they're talking about is like, how can you get really cheap hotel rooms? It was like in their commercial and stuff like that. It's like, well, the thing is hotel has an unbooked room and they're making zero money off of it. That's true. So wouldn't it be better to make half price versus nothing? Yeah. It's like, um, whenever, um, cause like, all right, I've stated before. It's like my family owns like a, a little bakery. And if I'm ever working in there, one thing I'll do is if it's an hour before closing, we've still got donuts. I'll just say, all right, buy one, get one free. Everyone that comes in here gets a, gets, you know, two for the price of one. Just yeah. start buying them. And yeah, I'll get one person will come in there and be like, buy one, get one. How many donuts you got? We got like two dozen left. I will take them. All of them. They only wanted like three donuts. Yeah, but which they wouldn't have bought I, before. Yeah, it's like, I'm just buying these because they're on sale. Sales promote business you know it's not necessarily what you want it's what can i get more bang for my buck mm-hmm. kind of thing suddenly when a store's on sale you find yourself i could use an extra pair of pants it's like i got like 12 at home but you know i can always use an extra pair of pants you want it because yeah suddenly you can you feel like you're getting a good deal i think that's one of those famous uh famous quotes is something along the lines it's like a uh, customer doesn't feel um like they got um Oh, what is it? They don't feel satisfaction unless they feel like they ripped off the merchant. Yeah. Or something to that effect. They want to win. Yeah. You feel like, yeah, it is. it's a competition. You feel like you need to win. It's 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 uh, myself versus them. Who's the better salesman? Who's the better buyer-seller yeah. relationship? And uh, so it it's like, uh, I guess, something's only worth what someone else is willing to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so with the whole... That's basically how Supreme works. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's sell this brick for $500. Nope, try $1,000. Yeah. Try $1,000 those things were starting to sell. They start... I thought they were... I thought they were selling for $100, and then they started selling online for $1,000, but who knows? Yeah, stupid. Supreme legitimately says it's like we sell things really limited because it drives up sales because you feel like you're getting a a one-of-a-kind. It's like this clothing company... Made this sweater just for me. I am one of a thousand people that have this sweater on the planet. Which, and they feel special, special which about it. Which is that. impressive. There's like seven billion people in the world, and only a thousand have that sweater. So, oh, yeah. yeah, you are a part of a unique what group. What percentage is that? It's like point very low. zero one percent. <laughs> very, very low. Oh, I'm my. Not do the math. So, that's so. That's actually much less than that. But yeah, it's like it so few. Uh, the thing is, what what they have also found is that most of the time those sales are all localized. So it's like I'm one of a thousand people that has this, and all of the other nine hundred ninety nine people live near me. So yeah. you see it everywhere you so go. So if you buy it and then move away, you're good to go. There you go. I'm gonna buy it from you know here to move over there, and yeah. it's it's kind of funny. Uh, but Shayla, my sister, she showed me a TikTok. I'm not somebody that watches like TikTok or whatever, but she 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 would send me stuff, and it's really it's really fast, really funny. But it was like. Uh, essentially vine from the golden years but so with the toilet paper scare yeah they it was it was it was based off of that it's like it's like toilet paper sales be like i don't know so there's like this there's like this guy and he's sitting on this street corner and you know he's looking shady he's got baggy clothes on hands in his pockets he's checking every corner looking all over the place and some guy like drives up and he's like and like rolls down the window he's like you know how much and the guy just kind of looks around looks around Flashes his hands. So, and he does like this little flash of his hands at like 10, you know, for 10. So it's like right. 10. And then the guy just goes, oh, yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. Reaches over, 
pulls out like a 10, slides it out the window. The guy just kind of grabs it, opens up his jacket, toilet paper. And he does it to hand him like a roll. He actually grabs from the roll and pulls off 10 like of the, of the, ten of the sheets. Or whatever, yeah, whatever 10 sheets and, and rips it off and hands it to the guy. It's like, oh my, it's like, I thought he I thought that was 10 for a roll. He's like, bro, you think we're in a position to start giving out rolls for 10 bucks? I'll cut you a deal, 100 bucks for the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, ah, all right. He hands up the <laughs> and then they drive off. It's like, good doing business with you. And it's like, yeah, that, that was funny. That and it's based off a current thing that's going to yeah. be over in about a week when all the old right. people have finally died off. I mean, when the yeah, coronavirus dies uh, out. Uh, yeah. Ooh, whoa. So anyways, <laughs> I saw this other TikTok. By, by the way. We live in Florida, the retirement capital of the god darn planet. Yeah, and like, every old person is freaking out. It's kind of funny, really. Oh, my God. Like, I'm going around going, like, I, I legitimately sneezed today. When uh, Like, you, you've heard it's like, okay, I, I didn't get much sleep. Whenever I don't get much sleep, I end up getting, like, a runny nose and stuff. And it's, it's gross. I hate it. But at the same time, it's like, I can't help it. Um, so I was like in the convenience store today and I sneezed and there was one old person and I, I like they, and then they walked to the back of the store and they waited until I left before approaching the counter to, to pay. That's awesome. Oh my God. I have power now. Yeah. With great sniffles. With great sniffles comes great responsibility. Why are you rushing? <laughs> like, like, wow. I mean, like, I was going like, man, maybe he's going to do like a Spider-Man thing. It's like, yeah, you know, Uncle Ben. Nope. With great sniffles. We're here to take all of the power from you. Ruples Pooples. <laughs> <laughs> they walked down the street. They called me Ruples Pooples. That's a Game Grumps reference, by the way. In case you didn't know. Game Grumps is freaking hysterical. But yeah, True. they uh, yeah they, they were doing this whole Russian thing, and it's one of the funniest things they've done. Playing uh, Devil's Third is just, oh my god, I can watch it anytime. Speaking of video games, mood. you just triggered my brain. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. For Doom. Woo! The new Doom comes out. I'm so excited for it. Um, I was so, playing Doom, not last night, but like the night before. Last Doom night we were playing. 2016. Because the thing was, it's sort of a reboot, but they give little tidbits that reference that it's a sequel. Which one? 2016? Yeah. Yeah. It's a sequel to Doom 2, just not Doom 3. Because like Doom 3 was like... Oh, we're space marines, and this is a an experiment that goes wrong, and they focus too much on horror, and it's like, eh, it wasn't all right. But it was Doom 2016 that put the fun back in Doom, because like Doom One and Doom Two, you're running through there, yeah, it's just like it's super intense. Yeah, and and then like you get into Doom Three, and there's almost no music in there, and it's all about like this you know murder mystery kind of stuff. And eventually, you do get to points where it's like running good, but the first half of the game, it's it's like they're trying to do horror, so they got like a bunch of jump scares and stuff. And then you get into Doom Twenty Sixteen, it's like, oh yeah, these demons are terrifying, but you're scarier. Yeah. Oh my god! Like there's so many things that jump out at your guy. And Doom Guy just crushes. It's like, like just knocks its head clean off. And it's like, oh. It's like, I was running around like this little cargo container and like rounded the corner. Yeah. Went head first into a Hell Knight, which is like this giant. Oh, yeah. uh, 
what, what does it really look like? It's, it's like just a, a big dude, yeah, and it has no eyes. It looks like the brain is on the outside, like you know, pulsing through its head. Yeah, it's a like gray guy. It's huge. It's like eight. twice the size of Doom guy, which is impressive. Yeah, I would say it's like eight or nine feet tall. They punch it's with fire. Like, yeah, they like punch with fire. I like run the corner, <clears throat> and I literally jumped in my chair. I was like, ah! <laughs> just Woo! whipped out chainsaw and just cut the thing down. No, no, you don't. <laughs> it's like not today. <laughs> Oh but my yeah, god, the new Doom comes out. Doom I, Eternal. I'm, ri- I'm I'm so I'm psyched for that because I actually talked to you about Doom 2016 because of the music. Yeah. I just see the thing was I'm like the gameplay is amazing, but I'm not going to try to get you hooked on the gameplay. I just want right. you to I just want to talk to you about it the, just the music. Case you guys don't know my favorite taste of music is metal. Oh, which I've I've heard is it's a little surprising, but anyways. Well, you're, most of most metalheads are usually really, really mild mannered. Yeah, they're really chill. Usually, <laughs> they got like subtle tattoos and stuff. Wear glasses and um, what was it? Flannels is the next thing, and cut off jeans. Like so, it's like um, yeah, or, or uh, cuffed jeans. Or yeah, whatever it cuffed is. jeans. And, stuff. and so it's like that's 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 like this hipster look, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that's 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 the class, that's the new metal look. Oh yeah. Because it's like that's that's the new version of metal and stuff. Oh, yeah. But and then you got like the old school metal heads that are all black and all gothic black and God. chains everywhere. But, but yeah, so Zach had he knows that I like yeah. metal, so he's telling me about Doom 2016 soundtrack and how great it is. And yeah. So he turns it on in like the church speakers, so it's like really loud. Oh yeah, and we're just jamming out to this just dun 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 just like because if you don't know, video game soundtracks usually don't have lyrics, so this has no lyrics yeah. at all. They just got this dude uh, Mick Corbin from or. Uh, from Mick uh, Corbin, if you ever listen to this, you're oh my god, <laughs> legend! legend! So he's from Australia, and apparently he's got like a metal band and stuff. But now he's kind of moved into compositional pieces because he won award for best soundtrack in a video game for this thing. Yeah, like it's really like good. for 2016, he won the best soundtrack, and there were there were, there was like some pretty decent games that came out that year, and that one won. And it's like. It just shows that it's like quality, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter what genre it is. If it's good, if it's the mood, and it's well executed, you're going to appreciate it. And I think, honestly, the soundtrack in that is so well realized. It is. And it flows so well with the way the game plays. Oh, for sure. You know, it's not just like out of place or... It matches the atmosphere. Yeah. And then it's like, it's like this. Um, all the songs, they kind of have like... They have different portions of it. So it's like you've got the... Um, so like, you know, yeah, how you like soundtrack and, uh, for like a movie score. So you get a film score where it's like, I guess I'm going to go Lord of the Rings really quick. Where okay. it's like, bum, 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 and it's like, you know, it's a big, it's big. And that means something's yeah. happening. You're paying attention to something because something big's happening. But then you have like the slower part where it could be the exact same sound, but it's slow. So it's and so you're it's like all right so it's keeping up the same rhythm and it's keeping up the same feeling but it's much lower pace so you're paying more attention to what else you're hearing if there's like audio or like yeah. dialogue or something like that so in doom they have the same thing where they have these metal moments like you know crazy but then they have like the same thing but really played down so like when you're walking and nothing's happening, you just hear like this. Yeah. 
And that's just it. It just does that loop over and over. As soon as an enemy enters into the frame, and it's like, oh, and it just starts getting big. And as you're killing them, they also have sound effects that are triggered when you do things like executions. And when you blast something, you get like this really cool like kill and stuff. It's like there's sound effects, and they all just sound like they're part of the song. And so it does. It blends really well, and the sound editing is really well done on those games. Or on that game. Yeah. And so now, yeah, Doom Eternal's coming out. And it, it has it has an expectation to live up to. Yeah, it does. And plus, I, I've seen like a I've seen a few little videos about it, and uh, one thing they're really promoting is the metal choir. Yeah. <laughs> where in uh, Austin, Texas, which is where they recorded the soundtrack, they actually got Mick Corbin to come over there. And he was uh he got a bunch of metal band singers. singers from the city and got them all together. It's like it was like 20, 30 people to do like the uh, the uh, Doom Slayer, which is your name, your character. The the name the demons have for you in yeah. this game is the Doom Slayer. And uh, and so what they do is they kind of have like this chant. So like as the music's like dun, 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 like you know going and going nuts, you hear it's like it's crazy hearing these metal guys that like obviously I can't do the metal like scream yeah but it's like just imagine these people that can and they got this guy that does like uh mongolian throat singing to you know he's in a met like a mongolian metal band as well and so it's like it's like oh dude this is insane and it actually sounded really good they only showed like about five seconds of it but it's like oh i'm excited for that i have no idea where in the game it's gonna be but it just seems really awesome. Plus the game, they're adding stuff like a grapple hook, yeah. a, a gauntlet knife, and it's like, oh, Yeah, you God. said there's like wall running now. Yeah, wall running and climbing and stuff. My favorite wall running game is easily Titanfall. Yeah? It has oh, the dude. best mechanics for wall running. Did you ever play Titanfall um, 2? No, I didn't. See, here's the thing. Titanfall 1 was your good game. Titanfall 2 is a great game. The yeah. problem is... Marketing. They did terrible marketing. So yeah, yeah like the game the flopped. One. The game absolutely flopped. The first one was a surprise uh, success because it came out like right in the middle of pretty much nothing. And Call of Duty, I'm pretty sure they did, uh, was it Future Warfare? Whichever one was kind of like the tanky the, one. Yeah. The one that didn't do as financially well, people turned to Titanfall. And so it's like, oh, wow. Um, so anyways, everyone loved that one. But then, yeah, Titanfall 2 came out and nobody knew. So the game tanked and they went bankrupt or at least they would have if um someone EA bought them. yeah yeah bought them. Bought which by the way ea is a terrible company they yeah. they value um flash over substance every time and it really shows in their games there's so many glitches and they they release a half-baked game and then charge you money for the dlcs and the microtransactions everything. to complete the game that should have been finished on release like um, I played Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a good game. It is. It is a good game. It's hard, but there are the so many bugs in the game. Like it, you'll just be walking someplace, and your guy will just, just hang a right and walk off a cliff, or you'll <laughs> clip through the floor, or you'll um, like you're trying to like you're doing like the platforming in there, and the platforming is actually done pretty well. But sometimes your guy just won't grab the platform yeah. for no reason, and then like. It's funny because they did stuff to try to beat EA's, you know, horrible. Uh, by the way, um, the people that did Jedi of the Fallen Order, they respawned. Those are the same people that did Titanfall. Oh, really? Yeah. Same people that did Titanfall did um, 
they did, oh god, what is it? The other Battle Royale game. Um, Why can't I think of it right now? Not Fortnite? It's, no, it's like uh, Apex, Apex, Apex Legends. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Respawn did those. And the thing was, that was, they were contractually obligated to make that game when they signed on with EA. They're like, look, Battle Royales are really big right now. Just make us a Battle Royale. So they made that game, and they moved on to Jedi Fallen Order because that was the big prize that they wanted to do. So when um, Apex came out, it suddenly, it was a really good game, and it really took off. And the thing was, the servers couldn't handle it because EA doesn't give money for servers, as you'll watch if you if you play yeah. Battlefront. Those games, yeah. ugh, they can't, you're, they're unplayable. But... Um, in Apex, there were no servers, so people were trying to play the game, but you couldn't get on there, which honestly just built the hype up even more. And the graphics were crap, and they've gotten much better since then. But if you'll see, if you if you play the game, in the beginning, there was like two or three months where there was no technical support from Respawn or EA. And the reason was because they had moved on because they did their battle royale that they had to do, and they moved on to Star Wars. Yeah. And so when Star Wars was at a good position, where they were basically like just bug testing and play testing the thing, they went back to Apex, and they've done all the stuff that they've done up until this point, adding new heroes, and um, adding a storyline, redoing the map, adding mechanics and stuff, and updating graphics servers and everything like that. And so yeah. now it's a legitimate game. But Respawn Entertainment, they make really good video games. And it just sucks that, you know, uh, like Titanfall. The, yeah, it just uh, didn't do well. I mean, you're right, though. The wall running. It was so much because fun. Because it, that's a thing. It felt. You just, it was, it was, it was enjoyment over practicality. Yeah, and the thing was, is it wasn't too much. Like, when I played um, yeah. some other games. Well, there's a lot of that in games. Apex. If you play Apex, right. there's a lot of that. You can't, like, wall run. But if you see a wall that's, like, even 20 feet high, you can just climb that. Because they know it's like the worst thing in a video game, especially like that, is when you have nowhere to go. Yeah. So they just make it so, you know, screw it. You can just go wherever. There's zip lines everywhere. There's yeah. teleporters and stuff. It's like, just go. Yeah. Like, I don't like Mobility. it when the wall run and stuff is just like crazy amounts, though. Yeah. When it's just kind of like. Too much. When it, when it becomes twitchy and not strategic. Yeah. See, you use the same word to describe it as when I say Call of Duty. Yeah. I don't like Call of Duty because it's just twitchy. You just turn. And that's it. That's the game. Yeah, the whole game like, is whoever sees the other person first wins. That's it. Yeah. Because two bullets and you're done. Dude, Titanfall, you're just sitting there tagging a dude. And you have to be able to keep up with him because he will run away. And you have the opportunity to get away in that game. Granted, if you get, like, you know, headshots and stuff, yeah. that's different. Well, but. there was also just so many other things you could do, for example, because there was always, like, the little NPC guys oh. there, too. Oh, yeah. It's like... You could be shooting at like a, a player, and that player jumps into a group of the NPC guys, and they're just body blocking them. Like you still see the oh, player, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that but then he'll like else. outthink you, and like there's so right. many different ways you could outplay someone, which I really, really liked. That was something I loved about Titanfall because I didn't play two, obviously. I didn't yeah. know it came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I played one, and the thing was like I loved how there was NPCs in there because. For one thing, not even just like variety or like you said, body blockers. Also, it made you feel like you were doing something. Yeah. Because like, it, I hate it when you join a game and it's it's a multiplayer only game, like a Call of Duty game. Like the one that they, like Black Ops 4, where there was no campaign or nothing that you could do by yourself. It's just online. And one of the worst things is you jump in there and your first game, you kill no one because you don't know how you're playing you don't know what you're doing you're just kind of yeah. there and you're floating around it's like well that looks like a cool gun oh it's a sniper that's kind of weird it's okay i'll just shoot anyways and then it's like oh no 
Turns out shotguns are the meta in this game. You can get sniped with a shotgun because Call of Duty. And it's like Titanfall, you actually have the opportunity that even if, even if you're not able to take on like another player, you can still impact the game by taking out NPCs, fighting enemy Titans, taking control points, doing this, that, and the other. And it's stuff you can do from any level, any skill level. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why that those games are awesome. Yeah, and there was also like a uh, like like three different play styles. Yeah. In each game you could play as a Titan, you could yeah. play as just a player killer that's killing players or you could play as a player killer Titan. Oh my god. Like where you're just a player but you're killing Titans. Yeah. You know? And then additionally you could just kill the NPCs too. Right. Yeah. Well, like okay. Um cuz I remember when I was playing number 1, okay, I'd actually play with my brother. Yeah. And he liked to, you know, do good and stuff, but he liked getting in his Titan and then just 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 running the game, you know, just just going around there hunting people and then fighting other Titans. He loved that so much. I liked fighting on the on the ground, so Same. I'd call down my Titan and you could put your Titan on autopilot. Yes, which was great. That was such an innovative thing. It's like, oh yeah, you can call down this giant mech and pilot the mech who's this overpowered, just dominating, you know, killer yeah. robot. Or you could turn it into your loyal bodyguard that just follows you around the map and fights things automatically. And it's like, yeah, sure, it's not going to be as skilled or strategic as you would be when you're playing against it. But it's a phenomenal distraction. Yeah. I'd have the enemy, like the enemy would be in his Titan and he would be shooting at my Titan. I would always get like the tank one that could just sit there and take hits. Yeah. I would maneuver around, get on the enemy Titan, start sabotaging it, because you can do that. You can mount the other Titan, start sabotaging systems, take away their abilities, or just straight up damage it. Then you can launch off with your jetpack and just start firing at it with your anti-Titan weapon, which was such, always such was a great so game. viable. Like there was so much variety in there. It really was. I'm, I'm so sad. That I want to play it now. I know. <laughs> I want to go play it. I know. It's I'll bet you the servers are still up for at least Titanfall 2. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and honestly, I could probably get it on Steam for like $2. <laughs> yeah, honestly. cheap. Because uh, they but. did they did the whole battle pass thing to try to make money off of it. But again, they were just a little too sunk in there on that one. Yeah, man. It's such a great game. It's just kind of forgotten. Yeah, it's kind of like Bethesda with... Um, like Bethesda does Doom, by the way. Yeah. Bethesda and does Doom, Skyrim. Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein. Why, Fallout. Fallout um, which apparently, I think you might have been the one that told me this, but because of the failure of Fallout 76... Did you tell me this? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Because uh, it was basically... It's like... Um, because of the amount of money they lost on Fallout 76, they have to be successful with the next Elder Scrolls. Otherwise, they could potentially. Uh, yeah. So, like, I was I was reading some okay. news about Bethesda, and basically, honestly, that that it sounds like hearsay, but also it's like you can't have you can't have stinkers on yeah on games that big. Well, the thing was is like you basically you had Fallout 4 and Skyrim, like legendary yeah. games, Absolutely. and then basically. Wolfenstein 2, uh, Fallout 76, and um, what are some other games that came out from Bethesda recently? But a lot of the recent games have really not done great. Yeah, because Wolfenstein uh, 1 did really good. Wolfenstein mm -hmm. 2 didn't do so hot. And then they did, like, a few of their DLCs that apparently people didn't like yeah. and stuff. And then, yeah, Fallout 76 was a cluster of yeah. just junk basically they they released a series of just not very good games and they did the whole mobile thing for a little bit and it just didn't work and basically what this post was saying was like yeah they pretty much took all of their surplus and are now just that even <laughs> yeah 
And, and they're, and they're kind of at a point, too, with their community. And this is where the post was really hitting. Yeah. Was the community has reached the point where it's like, look, <laughs> we will give you... We've taken crap before. <laughs> yeah. They're like, look, you guys, if, if you screw up the next major title, which I guess technically <clears throat> is Doom, but Doom's kind of... I would say that's... Well, it's, it's like... A secondary yeah, game. Well, it's not it's like Doom is title. Doom is made by id Software, which is the people that have made all of them, by the way. Yeah. But it's like they are owned by Bethesda. So, yeah, they'll yeah. be making a considerable amount of money on it, but they're not the ones that are making it. The community's upset about their big game. Their yeah, big about their big title games. And they're, so... They're... they're uh, uh, open world games. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like unanimously agreed upon that if the Elder Scrolls Six sucks, yeah. <laughs> Daggerfall, yeah, or, or Hammerfell, Hammerfell is that what it is? Yeah, we're done with with uh, you know, Bethesda because right. Elder Scrolls kind of sucked. Fallout seventy six, yeah, sucked. Elder Scrolls Online uh, was Wolfenstein two like, sucked. You you played all, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah, I played it for a few minutes. I haven't. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. It's okay. I, I haven't played it since they've done all of their releases yeah. and all the new updates and stuff. But it's like it's just, it's an MMO. So if you like grinding, then you'll love it yeah. because there are and some people that love doing that because they find it soothing and they just listen to podcasts while they do it anyway. So yeah, like, like our podcast while you're playing these <laughs> yeah. games that we're telling you sucks. Uh, right. But I will say, like Fall seventy six is now actually a great game because they. They patched it. They released a bunch of free updates that made it a lot better. It's now like, I'll say it's fun. a it's a playable game. I would say No Man's Sky yeah. is now a great game. I haven't. I had a roommate who used to play that. Uh, the first opening release, crap, yeah. and um, they have released so much free content for that game. It is excellent now. Really? Yeah. Apparently, it is like like because the thing was like, oh yeah, you it got kind of lonely. Find, yeah, that was the thing. You can find people and stuff, but it's an infinite universe. Who knows? Maybe. And then they found out, no, you can't. And then all of it, now they have an update where you can invite your friends to your planet, build bases, uh, uh, customize your character, build suits, go out there, get worlds, own ships, become a space pirate. Really? All sorts of things. Can Underwater you, levels. Are there actually enemies to fight? Now there are. Yes. And you can become an enemy if you want. Just be a space pirate. Like I said, uh, you just go around in your ship, which you can get big ships. They have galactic space fights now. I kind of want to get that game now. Supposedly, it's it's really good. So, yeah, we have a high opinion of video games and things that are worth the purchase. Like Fallout 76, I'm not interested in. Um, I would um, say if you're going to get Fallout 76, because get it if it's on sale, but if it's not, probably sure. not. It just, there's, it's microtransactioned out, and there, sure, there's uh, DLCs, but the DLCs all cost money. Go for No Man's Sky. It's, they're, all the DLCs are free. Yeah. I, think they're, I think they have a couple things that are like cosmetic things that are uh, for sale, but for yeah. the most part... Um, they're just focused on making the game better. And then, um, let's see. Um, oh, Fallout 4. I never beat it because I didn't feel like I needed to. See, Skyrim, I never beat it because I was, frankly, I got overpowered really quick. Right. As, soon as, you're a, as soon as you're a master in heavy armor, light armor, medium armor, every type of weapon and every type of magic, there stops being any reason to play the game. And that was the thing I didn't yeah. like about Fallout 4, and that's the thing I didn't like about Skyrim, was at a point, you just become too good, and you there's no challenge. If you do all the side missions, you're going to be so over-leveled that you don't have to worry. Like in Fallout 4, yeah. here's what I did. I actually, at a point, dumped all of my gear into one of my bases. And then I left that home base. I, I couldn't dump my caps. I couldn't dump my caps. So what I did is I wrote down how many I had, and then I pretended it was zero. Yeah. And so then I went to a base and I just started up a house in a random location right next to heavy enemy 
like fortifications and I started over and I started having fun again because yeah. with all my skills I built up really quick but I had to completely purge my entire inventory to make the game challenging again which yeah. sucks and it's like I kind of wish but it's that that's the problem with like a lot of these open world games and games like Skyrim and games like Fallout what they do is they pander they make it just easy for anybody to play, and so there's no real challenge to it. There's no difficulty settings to go for. Um, New Vegas had stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, you can go into survival mode, so you have to keep track of your food and water, and yeah. you know, you have much less health, and you can get hurt by the sun, stuff like that. And it's like, all right, that's not too bad. And then mods do a good job, but I'd like the vanilla game to be an enjoyable experience that I add, add to. Yeah. And most of the time, I can find the mechanics, I can find the universe, or a lot of the aesthetics really pleasing, but for the most part, the gameplay in those ones are really boring. Right. I've, Skyrim, as you know, is one of my all-time Absolutely, favorite games. Yeah. Easily. Uh, I've put more hours in Skyrim than I would care to ever mention on this podcast. But when's the last time you played Vanilla? Years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been years since i played Vanilla and, Skyrim. And, and by the way, if you don't know what Vanilla means, it just means without... The mods, yeah. without extra stuff. So vanilla just means mm -hmm. plain. I mod my Skyrim because I ran into the same problem you did. It's like I got overpowered really quick. Yeah. It's like once you master, really, you don't even have to master any other tree. You just have to master enchanting and you win. Yeah, that's exactly Because it. the enchanting can allow you to master any tree you want. Very fast. Very quickly. And so what I did is, is I got, I think I have like 20-something mods, and they're all designed to make the game either look better so, like, better graphics to make it a little bit more enjoyable to look at or to make it harder and to make my life not as fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Basically, they're all a bunch of things that make enemies stronger, enemies smarter, enemies have more abilities. Uh, or I, I have, like, different restrictions to where it's like I can't master everything because there's too many perks. Like, the Ordinator perk, oh, you yeah. can't learn everything. You can't. <laughs> you have to choose, like, okay, I'm an archer. This is what I am. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm in, like, a like a dungeon where it's, like, archery sucks, well, guess what? I suck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so that, yeah, and that's honestly, yeah, and that's that, the thing about those games. That made me love Skyrim so much more because the, the base game I, I really enjoyed, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, it was great when it came out, but after a while, yeah. and it's, like, um, and then you got to also think about, like, the stories as well. Like, the Elder Scrolls, I feel like they really did try with that one. Cause yeah, you do I stuff love all like, the story lore. Yeah. I've read so many of the random books you'll find on yeah. bookshelves and stuff. That stuff, it's well thought out. And then we get, but like, okay, Fallout, I have a problem. Because um, Fallout 3, I liked Fallout 3. I really liked that one. And it was just, it was a cool idea where it's like, you're a kid growing up in the vault. You pick your skills and everything. And, um, you know, I, I liked that progression. Then you had some choices that affected your eventual escape of the vault and everything. But, and then you were chasing after your dad. And he's played by Liam Neeson. Really? Come on. Yeah. Oh, which is sick. Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> we can kind of tell because he tries to hide his, his Irish accent, but he doesn't do a great job. That's funny. <laughs> You're going to do great, kid. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, thanks, Liam. I mean, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, but it was like, it was still okay for the time. Then you get into Fallout 4. Oh, so the exact same story, except from the dad's perspective, and other than that, not much else. They did a slight thing where they tried to do like the... Um, well, are synthetics really people and stuff? But they didn't touch it much. Yeah. And it was just... I like, know a lot oh. of people that really love Fallout 4. Yeah, I just... Again, it was... Like I said, it was the game that I just got... I got way too good at, so I had to purge everything and start from scratch. Fallout 3, I got... I, I got the best stuff the moment 
that I could. They they did something where they would stagger it, so it's like, oh, you can't get power armor until like this certain level. Oh, you can't get this weapon until this certain level. It's not going to even drop or spawn on enemies and stuff. I'm like, all right, that's not too bad. But by the time I got to it, my other guns were so much stronger because of all the ways I, you yeah. know. And so I'm like, eh, it's yeah, it's really like point. I'm playing a, through a campaign of Skyrim right now where I'm using only a woodcutter's axe <laughs> and then only, um, like, I have like a chainmail shirt and then just like hide pants or whatever. Because the story behind him is he's like just an old... A lonely wood woodsman. Yeah, like, a, like, an old, like a lonely woodsman who's like relatively young and going to join the Stormcloaks. And so the whole time that I'm doing all these other quests and stuff, in my head I'm thinking like as a movie... The journey is it's kind of like the Lord of the Rings, where it's like at the end he joins the storm. And my and axe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just his adventure to go there. Even That's pretty cool. You can run there in like ten minutes. Yeah, I, I've or actually fast I've actually heard people that sit there and they do they they do they play out like a whole story. It's like oh yeah, I started this time in Skyrim, and as soon as I finished, of course the the tutorial, I just pretended like um, I just immediately went to Solitude to join the thieves guild, bought a house there, and that was became my yeah, house Rift of operations, and, yeah. and then. Um, was it? Ripton, yes. Is that where it is? Okay, yeah. maybe that's what it was. Oh, no, no, that's what you say. It's like, yeah, I went to wherever to join the Thieves skill, but then I but I would often travel to Solitude as I have extended family there. And so he just <laughs> made as that. As I his, have extended family. And so he made it so it's like, and then when he would go there, he'd be like, oh, hey, uncle, and it's just like the shopkeep. Oh, hey, <laughs> um, cousin, and it's just some random kid, stuff like that. What do you want? It's <laughs> like... Uncle, cousin Eli. Oh, you're always such a kidder. <laughs> but that's funny. And that that's one of those things where, um, honestly, I guess that's kind of harkens to D and D, where it, the best story is usually the one you make up yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which it's just the it's just the platform that you're using to tell the story. Exactly. <laughs> well, I believe we've reached the end of our line. So, in conclusion. Um, watch out for toilet paper lines. Watch out for toilet paper lines. Um, and make sure you sneeze on every old person that annoys you. Sneeze, sneeze on old people. <laughs> or um, just cough, because that's the thing. It, it's, the, it's the deadly cough. And now you see this infographic going around where it's like the blue hologram human with a bunch of like really oversized bacteria stuck to his throat. He looks like he's choking on it. It's like... Oh, that's so funny. They're like, that's... That, that's what it does. It's a cough. That's what it is. It's a cough. It makes you cough. It's like, you better watch out for that cough. Uh, <laughs> the cough of death. Man, we, we went all over the place. <laughs> we really did. Jeez, we ended up reviewing like seven video games. Yeah. Oh, man. But that's the thing. I you never know what you're going to get on the Derail podcast. Yeah, In fact, neither do like we. <laughs> I just thought about there's one person out there It's like, video games why are they on this for so long hey you know what we've got like what almost 20 other episodes go listen to one of those honestly hit the or if you've already listened to all of them i know oh, yeah let's end it with typical youtubers smash that like button that we don't have uh, unless you're on the facebook page then smash that one yeah actually yeah visit the facebook yeah. page we did just start up a facebook page yeah, a couple weeks ago and talk to us yeah. let us know what you want to hear about we've got a wide you know, we want to start some conversations, whatever you guys are feeling. So, anyways, yeah. with that, I guess bye. We'll... <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye bye. Till next time.